Hello, it's Wednesday, January 2nd, 2008, and you're listening to Season 2 of Flipped Out. Flipped Out is a podcast about the art, the culture, and the madness of Austin, Texas, and its burn community. I'm your host, Lance Hunter. Let's begin. Welcome to 2008 and the second season of Flipped Out. It's been just about a year since this little podcast began, and in the new year, my personal resolution is to take the lessons of the last 16 episodes and use them to better cover the many facets of this fantastic community. Now, before I get to the subject of this week's episode, an important note. Tickets to Flipside 2008 will be on sale by mail order only from Monday, January 7th through Friday, January 11th. Those will be the only times tickets will be on sale. So you better be sharp. For more information, you can go to burningflipside.com. And that has a ticket order form and pretty much all you need to know. Now with that out of the way, on to the subject of this episode, The Lovers. As they like to put it, The Lovers are a group of friends that have been making music since before voting machines were stealing elections. A message-driven band playing self-styled prophet rock the Lover's music is about love and overcoming. Started as a cheap way to get out of Christmas presents, they've turned into a popular local act here in Austin. In fact, they'll be playing a show at the Red-Eyed Fly Thursday, January 3rd, 2008. Doors open at 8.30 and the Lovers are scheduled for 11 o'clock. You can find out more about the Lovers by visiting their MySpace page at myspace.com slash theloversaustin. Now, before we get into the interview, Here's one song that I got to record while sitting at their practice space before our interview. Thank you. 
my interview with the lovers. Hi, I'm Piper. Welcome to the podcast. What's Morgan, your say your name. Flipped out. Morgan. This is Morgan. Mama. He's here hi? at our lover's practice tonight. He's writing notes. Yeah. <laughs> Copious of critiques. He's writing some Rusty's our graphic designer and artist extraordinaire, and he won't say his name. Yeah. Because yeah. he's too artistic. He's a very integral so we, couldn't, we couldn't do it all without Rusty. He's very visual. He talks with a French accent when he talks. <laughs> He's a good designer. <laughs> we couldn't do as much as we do without My Rusty. name is Star. All right. I'm Denny. Hello. We put Denny in the corner. I'm yeah. Dan. Denny's I'm Dad. And my no tongue is burnt from being dried out. Mm. So I might talk a little weird. Or cool. Um. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is he cool? Unlikely. My name is Tim. Uh, I can talk like this. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> and you know what the sad thing is? People are gonna think I edited that or something. Most of what's that? That's the editing. I'm I'm Rob and uh, I play bass. All right, cool. So uh, yeah, just to you know, show how unprepared I am. What the hell are the lovers? <laughs> Is this some type of like thing? Commune? <laughs> you may think it's a movement. No, it's Rob's new house. Maybe you get 23 people all <laughs> marching in and saying, "Let me yes, 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 show live here now." But we'll sing. We'll sing your worries away, or we'll drive you insane. That's our motto. Yeah. A or B. Mm -hmm. We're a band of Austin hey. friends who've been making music together hey, since before uh, since yeah. since before voting machines voting have machines been stealing elections. elections. Yeah. We've all known each other probably uh, for about uh, since the early two thousands, many years, <laughs> more than five years for all of us, pretty much. Yeah, but we're totally uh, in one form or another. Sure. But we're totally new millennium. <laughs> we're so this millennium. <laughs> yeah. I guess I didn't. I, I probably didn't meet. We're totally yeah, totally two thousand two, one to one or two. We survived the crash of Y two K, and this is what has come out of the rubble <laughs> of that horrible experience. <laughs> of turning over to two thousand, and this is what has formed out of the embers and the rubble. So we are last hope for music. We're the pleasure. only bands to have survived Y two K crash. So basically, listen to us because we are the only ones. We are the ones you've been waiting for. Yeah, we should do that one. All other bands are holographs. We're highly message driven for the most part. At least what I tell people. I tell people it's either love or political. That's pretty much what we are. We're either love or politically opinioned. In, yeah. in one form or another, usually towards a more freedom. I like to say revolutionary. Yeah. Exactly. Some of the best best songs mix them both, the whole mm -hmm. love message and the political message. So and we, so we we have the name the lovers because uh, there's a lot of people who, who, who treasure their hate and uh, cherish their pain and and encourage more of it and and like to glorify um, violence and. Uh, Sounds like you're talking about mainstream songs. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and people who hold on to their pain 
which maybe we've all been there for at one time or another, but we, in my opinion, you know, we're, we're, we're a group of people who understand that we want to move from that, and so we don't make music just about that. We make music about uh, good things and, you know, overcoming and Dan, we're not we're not we're not afraid of being. Uh, Dan, are you anti-goth? Anti-goth. Anti-goth. That was my question. You're not anti-goth, are you? We love the goth. Um, well, no. I mean, it's a bottle. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. Well, personally, I think that it maybe it's a. Maybe it's a product of um, an old way of thinking, you know, that that had its place at one time, and you know, maybe you know, I might, I would have been there too, you know, myself. <laughs> Not that I was really goth per se. How old are you? But um, How old in a certain are you? way, we've all been goth. Twenty-six. The youngest lover. Are you twenty-six? I'm twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay, good. good. Is that the what? It better not be twenty-six. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so I guess the next chronological question to go for you is uh, when did the lovers begin? Mm. And what is the tale of that beginning? I'll tell you the tale. The tale is that Denny lived in this sweet little cottage off of Congress and we used to hang out there all the time. We called it the den or the lion's den. And it wasn't what? off Congress. It's like nestled. It was nestled in Travis It was like it's the hidden. It was like the most hidden. It was the coolest. It was a sanctuary refuge, right? And the magic of the lovers began there because a couple of weeks before Christmas, yeah, three, four, three years, ago, three years ago, three years ago, we said, "Hey, why don't we make a Christmas album for all of our family and friends?" For Christmas presents, so we so we would have to buy stuff. <laughs> we're cheap. And, and we had been, we, we had been going to Denny's place, this cool place, and sitting and playing in front of the campfire. There'd be like a campfire at his house. He had a fire in his yard, and we'd be playing together music because we're you know friends hanging out partying together. And then we're like, well, let's we play music together it's fun let's do some christmas carols so we started learning them and it was literally learn the song and in 30 minutes we're recording it now and so we pretty much within did, about three days we recorded about we six did. or so we like songs. we like hold up inside of the den and recorded these crazy songs and we released our first album to little or no acclaim and <laughs> well, we no. never the next year we did it again because we it was fun and we, I mastered and all the tracks and we had Rob mastered in the band. all the tracks we did it again and then we added the best we of that year again. and we added the best of the year before and, and that album was pretty good and then we actually good. made like a hundred of them and gave them to and we did and give them out and, and, and that actually one actually covered for it and everything was it was good it was good that had Little Drummer Boy featuring a didgeridoo yeah I could say has never been done on a Christmas song Christmas. Little yeah, Drummer Boy, I think we're the first Orlando. Oh, me. Yeah. 
about Christmas in Australia? And, and right when I heard it, I, they brought it to me, they're like, we got this song, and I listened to it, and I'm like, it needs didgeridoo, I'm calling Omid. And we were all sitting in my little office, and Omid set up his shit in there, and we were just like, wow, and he just started playing. Like, it was awesome. Insane. But there was all kind of good songs on that album. I mean, that was good. That was a good album. And then... So then we decided, hey, you know what? This sounds pretty cool. Let's be a band. And then we all said, okay. And then we started being a band with me and Piper and Denny and Dan. The original Fab That was what we started out was. We didn't have any bass or drums. And then quickly we realized, wow, that'd be cool to have some drums. (laughs) And so Tim came on. And then later on we added Lothar, who isn't here tonight. Um, And then Rob's all of a sudden was like, hey, this is kind of fun. Can I play with you? <laughs> wait, I don't remember wait, that Wait, wait, no, okay. <laughs> Rob was available, <laughs> and so we jumped on it. It's like, you're a lover, All right, baby. All right, okay, that sounds back. better. That sounds Maybe better. we said, please, like, please, 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 Rob, 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 Rob. I was in a pain cave. Until <laughs> 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 the lovers like, brought you Will some you come love? out of your pain cave and play with us? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a second. I'm in my Then practices yeah. became fun again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once, well, once we got, for like, me. when we went from having, like, four <laughs> people in practices to, like, having six or seven, because there's seven lovers. <laughs> yeah, every time it. we have a practice with, like, six or seven people, it can make it, it's like, it's a party. It's not just, like, yeah. a band practice anymore. When you get six or seven friends together playing music to and <laughs> having a few beers, it's like, it's, it's a party. So, you know, we get and to then... make music and get better and party. We started yeah. actually having people two, like to hear stuff. us play, yeah. and so now we have a little bit of a following, and uh, we, we, we have just got past our persistence hey. phase, um, where we didn't, you know, maybe people didn't want to hear us because <laughs> we were just getting warmed up. We knew that there is something, you know, greater down the road, <laughs> or we knew to stick with it, and that's that's the message to all. All you youngins out there, <laughs> or, 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 or oldins who want to play, make art, um, just stick, stick with, with it, it. and with you'll it. get better. Yeah, in it'll a matter come of together. three years is all it takes. <laughs> exactly. If you have if you three years, give up. Play with the people you like. No. And you play oh, with people you can spend so much time with them, you damn yeah. well play better with like them. Play with people you love, because this is my like family, like. Close, homey, down with it family. These are the people that I would be hanging out with all the time anyway. We camped so, together and hung out all the yeah. together so, all the time anyways. So, so that's what makes us really cool. And so now with each other. The music makes us cool, but we just put up with each other. Okay, I forgot we are cool. And the thing is though, but now what we're doing is we're playing in places that you wouldn't think we would be able to play. And we're doing it, and we're, and you know, like on Red River. <laughs> and we're doing Island. our hippie love protest yeah, music on Red and River. We're, and we're doing it, and it's working out good. And it's awesome that we get to have our music along with the regular genres that, are, that play down there. I'm just so, matching like a metal show at 710, and then y'all come on. <laughs> That's what we're waiting well, for. Like we're waiting to follow the I think pump that I think right. it gra- gradually the uh, hard uh, 
hate cave of the metal uh, fans might be like loosening up and, and maybe even you know so you know maybe maybe we'll do that and then you know we'll find we'll find a bridge the way to bridge the gap with you know people who might even be a be a metal we all have good taste in music and I'm good that's what matters according to our moms <laughs> Excellent. So, okay, where was uh, the first live performance y'all played? Art Outside? Was that the first one? No. Remember, it wasn't. Art Outside was the very first Art Outside where we played during the day and it was just us. Remember that? On that little stage, there was no one there. It was like, no, we played before that. We played some places before that. I don't know where, but. I don't think that Did was the first. We really didn't have a start. Yeah, yeah. We just went from playing with Denny's to our close friends to like playing in like coffee shops. We played some things in coffee shops. Hideout was one of the first places. Hideout. outside the Smurly stuff. There was the combustion chamber party. But that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Oh, that was a Leeds appreciation dinner. That was really good. Yeah. That was pretty early, but. I was with us at that point. I was with y'all at that point. Y'all had already. I don't know if y'all played live. Like, 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 hideout in Austin, Java, and stuff were places we played for. What would you like to see the lovers become and/or accomplish? Mushroom Tower Music Festival. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yes. That's head- headlining the mushroom tower because there is there's no other next question. Well, the mushroom <laughs> tower. <laughs> World peace. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's no, true. I mean, there's I think that. that our music should get out to the world. That's what I think. Yeah, I'd like more people to hear it. And, yeah. And have it keep being fun, but to have more people hear what we have to say, and if that speaks to them, and then they can hear more. We arrive you know, the we want to give more people a, a chance there. to know whether this is what they want to be listening right. to. What they Exposure is a big problem, a big thing that would help for us. Exposure to different people. I think there's a large part of Austin that hasn't heard of us, but... Some people are hearing of us and they're remembering our name because it's easy to remember and they, you yeah, know, we, I think we embody the name pretty good, you know, just a lot of, a lot of different smiling faces, you know, who have fun together and they're all friends and, you know, tight group of friends, which is actually probably kind of rare in the world today. No one comes out to a show by a band called The Lovers wanting to be like grumpy. <laughs> you know, they might go out to some other hard rock show or metal show or whatever, just like, oh, I'm in a bad mood, I'm going to show or you know, People come out and hear the lovers because, you know, they're in a good mood and they're happy and they want to be with people and um, they get some lovers kind of love. I don't entirely agree with that. You know. <laughs> I play music to vent for in a big way. Okay. All right, this just came up randomly, and so I'm going to go ahead and ask, uh, is there a place for irony in what you're doing, or is this, is it, are you trying to be as sincere as possible, or is it like, you know, you'll like let some irony come in, or is it 
There's more irony than you'd expect. How, how would you gauge on the sincere to ironic scale? One being the most ironic, ten being the most sincere. What would you place the, the lovers? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, you could never. That, I was thinking the same thing, not because. I was going to say. Seven lovers. That's about right, because, yeah, we're, we're sarcastic and we're. And it can, we're we're yeah. more sincere, but we we don't sincere. always take ourselves seriously. We'll joke around and and be it's not, yeah, it's not character of ourselves. Awkward. That's the key is for us not to take ourselves <laughs> too serious because it, it's it's it, it is passionate and serious for us to play music and have fun and like create music together and it's great. Uh, and it's like it's what we all love to do. I call it Also, you can't take yourself too serious because it's not fun. Ridiculous. And we just you know we're here on the world to. Spread whatever we can spread. So you gotta have fun with it. So fun creates levity, which creates not taking us too seriously. Cool. Um, okay, like something I'm sure more musicians will be interested in, but in general, interesting. Having seven people, you know, you got a lot of instruments, you got a lot of equipment, you got to bring up. Uh, has there ever been problems with venues in that regard, or? <laughs> <laughs> Are there? <laughs> <laughs> it's a well, we couldn't problem. even we couldn't anymore play some of the places we played in the beginning, like some of these open mic nights at like the hideout or something, where they give you a little triangular <laughs> stage where we had trouble fitting four of us with our amps and stuff up there, you know. But that's um, it's definitely a challenge um, as far as sound goes, because we don't have our own sound person and. If we play places where we have to do it ourselves, and there can be because there's so many people and so many mics and so many you know setups that we have to do that it does take some time for that to happen and take some work. And we've been lucky lately. We've been playing at places where there's a sound guy, and it's like the greatest and thing we had ever. A and we had a friend do sound. And we had us. a friend Thanks, do sound Aaron. for us, Aaron, which was really cool. Yeah. Great. So it's you know it's a it's a it's a production show. with seven people to yeah. set it up and get it all. And mixed sometimes we do a show with a guy safe. who's doing projections. Rocky does projections for us sometimes, and you know that's a whole other component. Which he does his own setup and all that. But you know, I mean, it's a yeah. From two acoustic guitars, three acoustic vocals, and a flute turned into like all that. Plus amps, plus a bass, plus two, two hand drummers, mics, more mics, more stands. So yeah, it's it's come, it's grown. We quickly can't really, do, we don't do as much renegade acoustic. Just walk up and play. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. So the kind of the theme for this series, which so far is two, but maybe it'll be three. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, podcast is kind of. Um, Taking art beyond Flipside and into uh, the world at large. And so I guess uh, the next question in relation to that is, what did y'all do and what are y'all continuing to do to try and get a wider audience to break it out and uh, expose your art to uh, the world at large? Doing interviews with people in the <laughs> and, Well, that's bringing me more to the Flipside community, but to we do this get out of the... four or six nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> we tried it, it's been, no. but uh, we just got a press kit together, kind of like it, we're pretty close to having that pretty cool one together. We can get some shows off that. Um, you know, we're starting to play gigs and trying to get our foot back in the door. Once you get your foot in the door once, you want to do it again and keep it going and keep a crowd coming in. And that's 
tricky to bring a crowd coming in all the time. So, um, thanks a lot. Dan's always online. Piper's always emailing people to come out, come out, come <laughs> out, please. <laughs> <laughs> stars. Well. Piper and Dan spend a lot of time doing a lot, that. A lot and of, Online we have a lot of um, mu- musical friends and stuff like that, and people we play with, and people you know ways to to uh, to promote, and you know it's a big job doing that, and to get it outside. And the thing is, for us, like it's it's taken a long time to get anyone who goes to Flipside to actually come and see us. Like <laughs> they're just now starting to go. Wow, okay, I'm gonna come see you guys. So I don't know. Uh, you know what I mean? Is, yeah. Have y'all noticed that? I don't know. It's like all of a sudden we're getting people that we know coming, and plus people from outside. They're here a good buzz, I mean, though. Like their friends go and say, hey, wow, the lovers are really good. So, I mean, yeah. it's like word of mouth, and then we do a lot of Rusty's making lots of posters, posters for us. amazing posters mm-hmm. that are collector's items. You're going to want to get your hands on these. Yeah. By the way, the address is dot com slash the lovers also. And yeah, we 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 put our posters everywhere, and just it's just constant talking to people, and you know, networking and. Speaking of one of the people who just heard of you guys at Flipside and stuff like that, I mean, it seemed like you changed, like. Uh, it was for me almost like you went from overnight from like an acoustic band to this sort of more rocking. Like, yeah, well, like really established, you know, like full on thing. And I mean, it was it was kind of cool like to watch that happen. But at the same time, like I know it didn't happen just overnight either. You know? Well, it's but, interesting. There's something about Flipside. We were talking about that. We played a lot at Flipside this year. Well, I, mean, I'll, I say a lot, but I mean, we you know we I mean we we're play every day. We play Pretty once sure. a day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so for some reason something happened there that that like bonded us or something it seems like yeah. since then With the flip side community probably well yeah but i mean also no but in a band because well, you know we were camping together and living together, and about, together the biggest and reason why we and we all of a sudden it seemed together. like it was all of a sudden was because rob came into the band and rob learned the songs and rob's a badass bass player mm-hmm. you know I, you know, under that, it's all we, due to me. you know, us, <laughs> us four, it was the men, turning point, us, the pivotal us five, point. you know, Tim due and Piper and me and Star <laughs> and Denny have have all been playing together for a long time, and we play more than just casually. We play like we're a band, you know, that that we we try to keep getting gigs, and we we at least practice. We practice. We practiced at least once every week. Uh, we were practicing like, twice a week. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, for a while. Half a year, even though maybe until we got more gigs, then we don't we can practice, have a gig and a practice. Because uh, we just liked hanging out with each other, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're all right, I guess. <laughs> We don't usually kick each other out of the house. Well, we have this, I love this band, and then, I hate this band, and then, I love this band. (laughs) Really? I didn't hear about this. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's right. I'll tell you. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to let that out. That's the name's catchphrase, by the way. My catchphrase. Oh, he's got me in the internet, so it's not really So he's going to kick you straight out and love it. Get out! And as he jumps into the spiral. <laughs> the thing about our music that I think is I, I've been astounded by the people that will come up to me afterwards. And like even people that, I don't know. I just feel like 
Could you open yourself up a little bit and let the music wash over you? Anybody could find something in it, even if you think it's not the kind, quote, of music that you, you like. usually listen to. I, I'll see these people that I would have thought myself were, like, really hardcore people come up and go, wow, you got, you know, so it's like, I don't know. I just feel like people would just, you know, open up. You, you might find something in it, you know. Well, it's also interesting we have different styles of songs because we got three people writing the the beginnings of each song, three different people with three different styles, and then we all add our own lover sound to it so it all sounds loversish. But there's there's like three distinct different kinds more because you each write different kinds of songs. I mean, there's songs that have different flavors of all different genres. So some people are like, oh, wow, that, you know takes me to the place I'm more used to in, on one song and other people on others. That's true. You got the star songs and the Denny songs and the Dan songs and they all got their own sound. Well, that's a song in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah, and then it sounds like a lover song. You know, they wrote them on as a flute and now it's all We all did the song over song. Well, he can do the voice. Yeah, that's true. Right. <laughs> Alvin? Oh Alvin? Merry Christmas! <laughs> okay. so, I haven't heard this before. Because you never know where it's coming from. <laughs> it sounds like a ventriloquist. Like, you've done it before, and I'm all looking out in the audience, like, and you're, like, behind me, and I'm like, who's doing that? Wow. Multi-talented. Maybe we should do a whole song where you sing. This <laughs> one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. Tim, do you have anything to say about the lovers? <laughs> I mean, yeah. not Alvin, but. Uh, no, I like the lovers though. <laughs> <laughs> you have to love the lovers. Like, like the lovers. Like the lovers. <laughs> yes. likes the lovers. <laughs> I love lovers. Lovers are good. <laughs> I love the lovers. I don't know. I'm having so much fun playing with y'all. And playing together it's more fun uh <laughs> enjoy the music uh i mean you know i i you know like the fact that there's good message going yeah uh so but there's kind of a multiplicity of messages <laughs> well i don't well dan is very driven and very uh, and, I, and i that's an awesome thing and we all are all, <laughs> all right, yeah. all right uh, tying this in now to flip side and all that fun stuff uh, I guess if we can go around if y'all want or you know if everyone has the same mental it'll kind of be creepy but uh, when was the first time y'all attended flip side 2002 down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. and that was the first time I played my flute in front of like a bunch of people in like many years like I played all the time in high school and college and then I lived in Boston and I didn't really play for people in Boston I didn't play that often but when I did it was like at home you know and so the flip side 2002 I went and I and brought my flute and Burning Glam had a um, talent show that you could sign up for and I was like all nervous and everything <laughs> and I like played a little song at that and and then um, the flute hasn't been on the shelf collecting dust since then really because then 
campfires I play. And Flipside 2002 was also my first drum circle. Like I had never played with a drum circle before, and that's really uh, fun for me to do because I can just play rhythmically and not have to um, make sure I'm in with all the other um, instruments, you know. So it's like a, a freer way of playing. So Flipside 2002. Well, I guess. Who it was 2001. <laughs> was The Stranger? Is that Home on the Strange? Home on the Strange was that 2001? Yeah. If if Rabbit Hole was 2002, I guess I think so. 2001. I, think right. I guess was my first year, um, and it blew me away. <laughs> cool. Same with me. Uh, 2001. Home on the Strange. I'm scary. Same thing. Blew me away. Like open my all kinds of doors that I mean that were there just thrown open I guess but um, and kind of met I think I met Star for like six seconds there briefly and then um, but didn't know her and then really never connected and then like the next camp I was like a soup stock I think it was the same year it was the weekend after 9-11 wow yes it was is when we oh met my God. we were all like and we in spent the entire crazy night together. denial it's a complete so you don't actually denial. know where he was while yeah, but it was like happened. but somehow Star uh, and Rusty that, and uh, okay. Kip Kipple we all connected in this crazy fun all night party thing and man <laughs> and we've been best friends ever since yeah basically <laughs> and then yeah and if it wasn't for that moment then we never would have met Star and she wouldn't be in my band for each of us it's my band when when i send an email i say come out in here to my band the lovers quit doing that because it's his band no but for each of us it's my band and that's cool i'm gonna like change i'm we're changing the name to jamie gilbert and <laughs> so uh, it's just a new thing I'm trying to introduce. I think everyone's on board. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm thinking of Alvin in the not I didn't hear the vote on that one. I wasn't here for the vote. We'll talk about okay. this after the recorder Damn. is off. Okay, keep, keep eye contact and keep smiling. <laughs> I'm having deja vu. I'm extra dry, and so is my tongue. When did you first go to Flipside? Oh, first go to Flipside. <laughs> 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 dating game. Somebody throws something to drink. Dating game. He needs a beer. <laughs> no, I don't need a beer. Um, uh, I, I first went to uh, Soup in 2002 after Flipside, and then I think I, my first Flipside was thank you. 2003. Um, and I've gone every year since, and I've been to a couple Burning Man's, and it's it's a pretty cool thing because it's <laughs> community, you know, and that's I, what I got from it. And it's love the lovers are very obviously for anyone who knows us very much born out of Flipside, out of the Austin Burn community. Well, born out of that, we camped together at Flipside. We were all but, in. 
kingdom was like camp we camped together so that's how we knew each other well and our new camp this little man was conceived Taj in the kingdom Acoustica <laughs> coming right. soon Taj to the flip side near you Taj Acoustica but we're not limited to flip side and that's what we um, you know we we're you know we're all year round baby <laughs> we're, we try to we, we're everywhere you know we want to touch touch everyone and that you know <laughs> if you don't mind it is <laughs> <laughs> There's a lover for yeah. each of you. You set me up to that. That's right. My first flip side was this year, 2007. Yes. Uh, we finally got it. Uh, well, and everybody, ever, all the time, you're like, you gotta be there, you gotta be. Oh, you were there, right? I'm like, no. What? You weren't there? And, and it's like, and yeah, it's tricky to get tickets too. Uh, and and and. Uh, yeah, I loved it. A lot of fun. Cool. Very cool. I, uh, I mean, I don't have my. Oh my God, I was blown away. You should go back. Though, but I, yeah, I definitely want to go back. And we, I, I, we had to show up a little bit late, left a little bit early, so that pain. But as Flipsideians uh, know, that you gotta like really get into the grit of it to really, you know, get to the the meat of the experience. You know, which means that you have to go several days without showering, <laughs> or or you know, swim in the creek and not shower. <laughs> you, have, you have your choices. Or shower after you shower. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's yet to be tried. You can measure the authenticity of your flipside experience by the amount of odor you're giving off. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, I think it's true at Burning Man. Smell it like the, the water's a little more precious in <laughs> Burning Man. And, uh, in, in civilization, you know, you can smell BO a lot, a lot more, and that's why you need deodorant. <laughs> but, like, outside, you know, in the woods, camping, like, it just doesn't matter. You don't even smell because there's wind. <laughs> Maybe you don't. Can you do a little segue down hygiene hour? <laughs> Well, you see, you see flies buzzing around your head, but yeah. <laughs> you, you think you're there for the light show. <laughs> what he's saying is, no one else knew come to Flipside. It's horrible, wretched. Yeah, people. And everybody's all sticky, happy people. One shower. Every it's a sweaty boat ride. <laughs> oh man. And Rob, when did you shower. first go to Flipside? Oh God. <laughs> Where did I go? 2000. 2000. Actually, it was my first flip. Wow, he's the old timer in the back. That band. is your first That was my first time. My, I was, I was working nights at a uh, semiconductor company, and my friend Stu called and said, Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. My friend. Oh, the classic. Hey, man. Yeah. My friend, the Reverend Slackananda, is going to this thing called Flipside. You should check it out. And he sent me to a website, and I'm looking at it. And he's like, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And all he hears, I go, I'm going. <laughs> the website told you all you need <laughs> to do. I'm sitting there reading it going, All right, no buying or selling. No. Uh, Let's see. Clothing bring, optional. Yeah, cl well, clothing optional. Yeah, that was cool. And then, but bring your own, bring your own stuff, and and uh, and theme camps encouraged. And I'm like, all right. So I've been building these little guys, toadstools. I said I'm doing camp toadstool, <laughs> and I brought out some plastic and laid it down, and I had some cushions, 
and the toadstools. And that was the first little theme camp. And we had a good little time in there. And it rained. It was too rain. That was too dark. And then in 2001, we camped Poison Ivy camped behind the toadstool camp. And then in a historic melding of the camps in 2002, we became the kingdom of Slack together. Well, I don't know if that was, that wasn't the kingdom of Slack. That was down the rabbit hole. And we were really just melding to theme poison. That was a historic year. Claim the name yet? We had a great year that year. That was like, we had the, the tea party and, oh man. And we had the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. Yeah. Plenty but of room in the rabbit hole. There's always hole. more room in the rabbit hole. Without, we used to yell to people as we were in the rabbit hole. Without the event, the lovers yeah. never would have been. Yeah. I we agree. Know, I Rob, agree. I mean, we know Rob. We know Dan. Yeah. I mean, we know all of us from that event. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. our band.com. Instead of like match.com. We all found each other through uh, flipsideband.com. But yeah, Find your was, bandmates. Come to Flipside. There's been a Find lot your of... A lot of weird, like in 2001, I showed up to camp. The Christmas tree, it's pretty. I showed up to camp at this spot, and they were already camping there, so I camped in front of them. But then, well, that's how we all met up, because I set up my little area again, and they're like, hey. I said, yeah, come on down. And we all got high sitting around under some trees, like right at the edge of the field. And that's what was cool about our camp. It was right at the edge of the field. So you could chill, but watch all the chaos going on in front of you. But you could chill. But you could chill. Hard, and still the watch shade. the chaos. And, have some and then when it got hot, you would go to the creek. <laughs> and then you'd walk back. And, I mean, it was perfect. There was everything. On the edge of the city in the We suburbs. had plenty of people. We brewed our own beer. We did all kinds of shit. So it was good. We it built was, a mushroom tower. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff, which was very cool. And, and it's just people that just decided to go out the flip side. And that's where we all met up. You know, and then we decide to do all this other crazy shit and go to Burning Man and you know have a have a lot of fun and a lot of share a lot of uh, of, of yeah of <laughs> hardship and psychedelic experiences. Yeah, but yeah. Well, hardship. There's and definitely the greatest times yeah. of our lives. There's definitely some growing pains, you know, here pains, and there that happen. Yeah, amazing. you know, there's some great moments that. I would have never had as a human, you know, had I not gone to Flipside. So I totally am, and that's why I still go. And I don't care if it changes 100, 360 degrees from what it is, you know, now. It's still I mean, what I think you the core, it, I think the core <laughs> values are still going to be there. And what it, it, people are what going to make it what it is. You know, somebody decides to do something, they do it. And that's been the best projects, you know. Somebody mm-hmm. deciding they're going to do something and saying, here's my idea. And people gravitate towards the idea. You know, that's what it is. People come up with an idea, people gravitate towards it, and they make something cool. And then they go, all right, now we're going to do something completely different next year. And that's what a lot of it is. And, and that's why I like going. Cool. That's why I like it. And then that kind of ties into this next question. Um, obviously, y'all wouldn't have existed, as y'all said, without Flipside. But... Um, how has attending Flipside and, you know, Burning Man, all those events, how has that affected your personal kind of artistic vision or aesthetic? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay if I didn't put a joke? Go for it. Yeah. 
Huh. Personally, for me, what it's done is make me realize I can do anything. Like yeah. things I can I can create big art if I want to. I can put an idea, like Rob said, out there and people will gravitate towards it and want to make it happen with me. Like how amazing is that? That is life changing for me. Like I've done art I've done theme camps with people, like projects and like I mean just the the I don't know, the power of a shared vision and then making it manifest into reality. I would have never even real, I don't know, maybe I would have figured it out on my own, but finding this event and these people that believe in that has been magic. I mean, it's been like magical and, and so life-changing and life-affirming and, and just incredible to be able to, I have this crazy idea, I want to build this crazy thing. Oh, hey, that sounds cool, I'll help you. I mean, how insane is that? But. And the thing is, like, people in, like, at work that I, where I work with or whatever, they hear about what I'm doing and they just can't even, like, conceptualize it or, like, you know, I just, but, but I feel like just by us describing it to anyone we talk to, that makes something prick in their brain that maybe they could do something too, you know? So my main thing that I've gotten out of it is that I can do anything, you know? If I have an idea, I can make it happen. And... I mean, and a, my biggest lesson for this year is that even though I've been going for a while, I kind of got bogged down in flip side not giving me what I needed. And then I realized, wait a minute, but I make what I want to be out there. So we did that Taj Acoustica camp last year, and it was great. And Woo! it was exactly what I needed. And and it was another um, reaffirming. They camp impervious to the rain. Yes, and we were. It was dry awesome and in the rain. Cozy yeah. and perfect. You and didn't want to leave. No. <laughs> anyway, that's my thing: is that you can do anything, and that we're all artists. All of us are artists. Cool. What exactly was Taj Acoustica, and or is Taj Acoustica? If you want to use that tense. Taj Acoustica is a temple for music and performance. So it's um. It, it mixes the performance with, um, you know, something uh, reverent and spiritual. Um, so it's it's a com comfy place to go and perform at, and music's a big part of it. So I could go spin a house set there. And spend a what? Yeah. Spin a house set, you know, some deep trance. Sure. Well, you could. Um, we had Hypnotica. Wait, yeah, what it, was for, it? it was for Humanistic any kind of music or poetry, <laughs> or we even had people get up and tell stories and jokes. You know, it was kind of like Very a little well, coffee I mean, shop kind of vibe of that you could get up and feel comfortable in a small right. environment. It was pretty much always open mic because uh, my, I was the... Uh, the booker and you, know, <laughs> you can't really go by a schedule. It's just not a booking kind of atmosphere. Um, it just so happened. It just, turned it just into evolved. Like, people get but, up and do. You know, stuff. like you, you know, you said about what you know what to expect. There is like you know, acoustica kind of tells you something to expect. It's you know, it is kind of you know, acoustically based, but only because there's you know there's less of that at flip side than you know 
Okay. See, that's electronic. why I joked uh, about the house sex. Yeah. I, uh, what so, I had heard from people was that y'all were acoustic only, but it's not that. Oh, it's just that it's no, not necessarily. That's not the case. I mean, that's, but it was a place where acoustic people. And if people have that perception, I guess that's fine. But <laughs> because I mean, we don't want house sets most of the time, or even half the time, you know. Obviously, but sometimes that's cool, you know. And that, like in my my personal opinion, it, like art anything that's artistic is cool, and. I, I mean, whatever, regardless. Of. So wow. it's definitely not just like acoustic only music. It's a, it's a myriad. I mean, we plug in. But it's also like, acoustic is encouraged. Yes, it's encouraged for sure. And, and come it's a place and play. for it. Yeah. So and that, that and acoustic it's a doesn't beautiful, mean. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful venue for anyone doing yeah. music there. Yeah. It was decorated so ex- exquisitely and beautifully. And the heads and with, with some glowing such care heads. and love, and it's just mm. beautiful. Cool. Place to get comfy. Yeah. And they let me hang out there too. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we oh wait, actually, I have a song that I wrote, and I don't think we ever recorded, but I want to do like a giant um, uh, thing with like a bunch of monk voices. So it's uh, Taj Acoustica is the greatest camp. <laughs> Taj Acoustica Sit back, relax, but don't take a nap Taj Acoustica Let's you fly without your shoes So take off your shoes when you enter Taj Acoustica Benedictines and get their asses down. Exactly. We need like a musical theme song to go after that for like exactly. And then like the lineup for the next twenty minutes comes on. Yeah. Coming next. But next year's gonna be Taj. It's gonna be that music to have a sitar in it. Yes. So I've got kind of one wrap-up question now to to wind it all down. The one I've got to ask everyone, basically, is what does it take to be a rock star? Uh, I guess if you ask a band this because it's total silence. (laughs) Passion. (laughs) A record deal from the most evil company ever. That's how you become a rock star. So we're just trying to make music and have fun and not be rock stars and just be awesome musicians and friends and performers. That's it. No rock stars. Well, Dan wants to be a rock star. I know. No, but we do travel all over the world with our music. We want to go to that place in Italy, right? Where they made the underground rock stars. Yes. It's hard to get Rock into. They don't let that many visitors go into those. We're going to be doing the 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 uh, term. Uh, <laughs> just say something other than rock star. <laughs> Is there another word for rock star? That's what we want to be. Folk star. We want, we're going to be love stars. Love, love stars. Love stars. Love stars. We're already rock stars. We just want to be rock stars who get out to um, be heard by more people. But we're already rock stars in our own rock galaxies. We want in more our free own food. Austin. 
friends and groupies. Whoever sits through this whole interview is psychotic. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you better come out to our we show love because you. you must love us. And, that, and, and I think and that's a fantastic way to wrap it up. <laughs> and that was The Lovers. Now, before we end, two more lover songs recorded the night of the interview at their practice space.
champion. No more playing that game. Password. James Piper's the champion.
Thank you for listening to Flipped Out. Flipped Out is hosted at lancehunter.net slash flip. That's flip with one P. To email Flipped Out, email flippedout at gmail.com. And that's Flipped Out with two Ps. Thank you all for listening. Now, go be spectacular. (laughs) 